your song to him tonight.
Jesus 
you've got times and seasons in your head. Oh, yes, you called for life. You called for life. You called for life. Out of darkness. Lord, you don't need a man. You don't need a man to, to be, be the God you are. God, you have chosen. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom, even in the people of God. Shalom, even in church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you. God bless you. I see my daughter here, Bolge, and God bless you and empower you in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Vanelsi, God bless you. My dear sister, Mami Ejewa, God bless you. Nanaya Nihia, God bless you, Mommy. Tina in Japan, God bless you. Ma Mibel Osei, God bless you. Edu Ben, God bless you. Uku Daniel, God bless you. Hallelujah. El Inshraba Bethel, God bless you. Belasi, God bless you. Justin, God bless you, son. Beautiful prayer queen, Michelle, God bless you. Lady Prestige, God bless you. Abigail, Ousuwa, God bless you. Helen Ampoti, God bless you. Nanabna Adoma, God bless you. Quenesta, God bless you. Afra, God bless you. The Lord bless you and favor you all greatly. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of the prophetic training experience by the special grace of God. The Lord has been helping us on the matter of the inheritance of the saints. God bless you, my son, Eric. Blessing. 
I hope everything is fine. My regards to Sof Mahami to Lady Reverend Kwanza. Sof Mahami, God bless you. God bless you. U.S. Hot is saying, God bless you. Woman of God, Chrissy Perry, God bless you. God bless you. Amma Juliet, God bless you. K.P. Boatin, God bless you. Muamu U.S. no. Radin Shramu nina Muamu Ghana so Radin Shramu Uo Kudivuan Swa Radin Shramu Hallelujah Uo Kaswa Israel Amen Hallelujah All right the Lord bless us if I'm in Nigeria too, where is my son? I'm Frank. Frank, where, where are you? Show forth, show forth, show yourself forth. You better be by force. Hey, my sister, woman of God, Prince Perry said, Hey, prophet, I need to give you a land in Kaswa. If I'm going to say, I have a land there. Because we need to change the whole atmosphere. Yes, uh, hallelujah. It's a blessing to have all of you here. You know, anytime I see you ready for the word of God, I'm very, very excited. Because one of the main assignments that the Lord gave me was to speak his mind from the written word. Hallelujah. So, I'm originally, by the special grace of God, a teacher, even before the prophetic call. And that's one of the reasons why I would love every one of us here to pay attention. Even if you don't want to pay anything again in your life, ask for attention. Pay. Are you following? So pay attention and listen to what the Lord has for us. You know, we have a lot of Christians walking about on this earth without knowing what they are doing here. And they do not even know the current season they are in. They don't also know what is ahead of them. Neither do they even know when the Lord descends what they are going to experience. There are many believers who don't know any of these things. But we are all Christians and we keep moving. No wonder there's always division amongst us. Are you getting it? You see, if, if you begin to flow with the spirit in the word, you, you will get to a point where you will start crying. That is one of the reasons why in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible spoke of the fact that for this reason, God has given gifts to the churches. And he gave some of the churches apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some teachers, some pastors. Then he said, for the equipping of the saints. For the... For the 
for the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Why is that so? He said, this, God has appointed these apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. First, so that the Christians will be equipped to do the work of the ministry and then to build up the body of Christ. Till we all are, you see, the way the King James puts it, the King James says, verse 13, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. What it means is that right now, as we are here as the body of Christ, we are all not united in the knowledge of God. That is the main reason why we have a lot of denominations. And every denomination has a particular doctrine that they believe that is different from another denomination. Meanwhile, the same body of Christ. So what is causing all these differences is because of our immaturity. And that is the main reason why the Lord has appointed gifts. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And they will keep teaching us. They will keep equipping us with the power of God, with the word of God, so that we all will now come to the unity. The unity. The word is unity. That means a time will come. All the churches in this world will speak of the same thing when it comes to faith. We all will come to the same level of the knowledge of God. There will be no different doctrines that will separate us again. Are you listening to me? And this is a function of the fivefold ministries. But many of us don't love the teaching. We don't want to hear what the scriptures are saying. We don't even want to open the Bible. But when we hear that there is a prophet, a prophet coming, Kaish, everybody will line up. Because I will tell me something about myself. So we are, be- and because we, the members, have this mindset, most men of God don't study. Because they know that even when they study, the people are not ready to take what they are looking for. So everybody now wants to prophesy because that is what the people are looking for. Those who have not even been called into that dimension, those who don't even know how to grow in these giftings are forcing themselves. You see? With me, can't say me to say, but dear BML is can't And that's what people want to hear. And sometimes it's very sad when you see young boys and girls who call themselves prophets. The only thing from they don't have any zeal. Just say, it's so it's so sad. I'm telling you, when you see these young men, young boys in ministry, they are just looking for fame. Some of them they have struggled financially in their families. So they are using ministry as a means to enrich themselves. There is no, there is no love in their heart, no compassion for souls. Nothing. You just find ways and means to take your money and they go. Whether you, 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 you see? And it's very, very sad. 
very, very, very sad. This is one of the reasons why I get excited when I see that a group of people have gathered to hear what the word of the Lord is saying. Eya. So you have your Bible with you, you have the Holy Spirit with you, inside of you, and you still don't know what God wants to do in your life. You don't know the plan of God for the world. You don't know the, the current season you are in, spiritually and physically. You don't know. You have the tools you need to know. You have them. The written word of God is with you. Some of us don't even open our Bibles because we don't have the hard copy. We only have the one on the phone. So when we, our phones develop fault, the word of God too has developed fault. It is becoming serious. It is becoming very, very, very serious. And may the Lord help his church. Hallelujah. Many of us we have not understood what Jesus is even saying. You see, even you, even you as a man, you will not just go and pick any prostitute and marry. I hope you, you won't do such a thing. I know you won't. Once you get to know you have a destiny ahead of you, you are looking for somebody who can help you to fulfill that destiny. Someone that will give you a peace of mind. Someone that will help you see, to fulfill that assignment. That is what you are looking for. So whenever you find somebody whose mission is just to, you know, have sexual pleasure all the time, and you are focused on destiny, you will drop that person and go for the woman that has brains. Go for the woman that has a heart for the assignment that God has given to you. How much more Jesus, who is about to marry his church, and will just take the church anyhow? No. Are you listening to me? We are the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there are still certain things in us that are not pure in the sight of Christ. That is why he has given us his spirit. So that his spirit will help us deal with all those spots and wrinkles. Then once those spots and wrinkles are dealt with, then Christ himself will descend and come for the church that is spotless and wrinkleless. That is known as the glorious church. So as we are still here, the Holy Ghost is working on us dealing with that spot in us and the wrinkles in us. Are you following? Some of us are too selfish. Let me say what I want to say. If you get offended, we'll take you to offense. Let me say what I want to say. Hallelujah. Some of us, we just want the traveling door to open. That is the only thing that has occupied our minds. And no, no, no. God said, you will open the door of traveling. God said, I will marry. Lord, Lord, Lord. Every time marriage. Every time. As we are here right now, it will shock you that somebody will just enter and say, man of God, pray for me in my marriage. It is not a bad thing to pray for marriage. The teaching them funny. The day. Now, you will definitely see somebody that will enter here immediately and type, man of God, my finances. As if with that we are here, World Bank is in our pocket. Don't we also know that we need money? 
Why have we dropped that side and we are teaching the word of God? They say, oh no, Pisca, Elon Musk, Yanisha. Amen. No wonder many people, Lord, money, Lord, money, Lord, money. When they get the money, they use it for nonsense things. Because there is no kingdom agenda in the mind of this person. Whether the, the message of the gospel will go to the Philippines or it will go to Pakistan, they are there. That's why I keep saying this. If that is your goal in life, you are too weak. You are <laughs> Somebody said, this one they talk to me directly because I know it's me. system of this world is not the same as the economic system of God. Are you listening to me? This is the reason why we, we get so soaked up with the systems of this world to the extent that whenever we are trying to move to the systems of God, it becomes difficult. I mean very difficult. That how can God tell you to empty your account to support a church? You would think about it. You, um, you will never be okay. Because you see, the day God speaks to you to empty your account, that is the day one of your friends will buy a new house. And it will look like you have become a failure in life. You, you don't have a house. Your friends have houses. And you are seeing, you are, you are emptying your account for church. That is because in life, the worldly system has caused us to believe that that is what we call abrabo. You see? That is what we call life. And you see, it doesn't matter how many of us are preached. <laughs> You preach a certain thing. That thing is deeply rooted in our minds. It is deeply rooted even inside our blood. I'm telling you, we can't just go against that. Am I saying that building a house is bad? Never. But you see, there is a higher purpose. When a man sits down and begins to do calculations to know that no matter the matter, there is an end to this earthly life. It does not necessarily mean that the earth will disappear. No. The kind of life we are living as mortal men on this earth will end. And there is a new life of immortal beings that will emerge. 
That is the kind of life that is in what we call the age to come. And that dimension of life is when the Lord Jesus descends. When the Lord descends, you cannot boost with your car again. In fact, you need to start working on it now so that the Range Rover you are driving will not eat into your mind too much. Because the more you keep doing that, you are, you are placing value on some of these things than your soul. And you would not even care what happens to your soul. Because there are some of us, when there is a scratch on our car, hey, yeah, hey, it looks like we are about to die. Especially those of us from Kumasi. That you bought for 850 Immediately, that which has filled the heart of a man will come out of his mouth. That is when you hear the Kumasi people say, ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。ほんまでしょ。
I'm telling you. And the devil has found ways and means to replace the question of purpose with money. Such that everybody thinks that once you get more money, it means you are a noan and why are there? We need to be very careful. And there is a reason why this thing is controlling us that much. It is because when you go to the spirit realm, I've taught on this before. You see, when you go to the spirit realm, there is a being that controls money in this world. And that being is called Mammon. And Mammon, according to the word of God, is a master spirit. The Bible said, can a man serve two masters? It is either he will love one and dislike the other. It is the same way no one can serve God and Mammon. Now, when you look at this scripture, what Jesus was trying to say is that Mammon is a master spirit. Mammon is a master. Jesus or God is also a master. Are you listening to me? And when the Bible makes mention of a master, the word master is the word Lord. And when we say Lord, we are talking about the owner of something. So God is your owner. The owner of what? Your soul. Mammon is also an owner. He also owns the souls of men. And do you know what Mammon does? He will give you money and take your soul. So it is a bargain. So what Mammon will do is that he will display money before you. I'm telling you. He will display money. And now we are getting to the heights of the rulership of Mammon in this generation. So right now, money is everything. If I only go to some of the European countries, people can't even stay in church for three hours because they are thinking of the money they are losing in that hour. And this thing is eating up even into Africa. In Africa where people loved the presence of God, where we could sit in, in church for over five hours and it is not a problem. Now they are saying a whole lot of things. Why should you go and sit in church for four hours? What at all? Don't you have anything pro proper to do? Hey! I'm telling you, that's what somebody's saying. Say, Papa, here, yeah, pastor is preaching crap. People are leaving to work. I'm telling you. People will just leave and go to work. Because it is the money they are getting at the end of every hour that they are mostly focused on. Hallelujah. Amen, no form. Amen, no form. Hallelujah. Money is good. But if we ask you, so what nasi now junior? You will know that many things people are killing themselves for. Even naturally speaking, you let's put the Holy Ghost aside for now and think naturally. Most of the things we are fighting and killing ourselves for, naturally, so long as you're a mortal man, you would die and leave them. I believe you know what I'm talking about. 
I'm telling you. And the only way that you will not die is only through the Spirit of God. He's the one that will quicken this mortal body and make it an immortal body. And it is only in that that death will not have any power over you. Are you following? In our three. Are you listening to me? That is why Jesus would always spend more time telling the disciples. He said, She shall jabat ye, and also, a hot ye, and we fool you on Babia, and cranny you on the Babia Seno. She shall jabat ye, and also. You see, there are things we are doing in this world that have eternal relevance and value and glorious consequences in eternity. There are certain things we are also doing here on earth that are in vain. When we say in vain, the spiritual term for it is called Babylon. It doesn't matter how you build that long edifice. One confusion that God will bring among the people, we all will leave it. Go and read the book of Genesis 11. The whole world gathered and they wanted to build a tower. God did only one thing. He confounded their language. He brought differences in their languages. And they all left the thing they were building. Whenever you are doing something that is without the endorsement of heaven, it is called Babylon. Are you following? That is why there is nothing you should get in your life that you should not dedicate to the Lord. Every single thing dedicated to God and tell God from today this thing will be for your use are you listening to me whenever you want to do something in life think about it well what will be the eternal consequence of what I'm about to do Once you get to know it and you realize that this one has great value in heaven, continue to do it. It is called that you are arranging value, wealth for yourself, treasures for yourself in heaven. And I want to talk about something like that today in our sermon on the inheritance of the saints. I believe we all know that when we all appear before the Lord Jesus Christ, we are all not going to receive the same inheritance. I believe we all know that. So you see, let's say Jesus has appeared now. Where Paul the Apostle is right now, that is not where I will be. And that's not where you will be. Because there is something Paul did for the Lord that we have not done. Are you listening to me? Are you following? One man decided that for the sake of the gospel and for the sake of the spreading of the gospel, he will not marry because he knows that whilst he's spreading the gospel, he will be put in prison, he will be beaten. Paul, sometimes they can arrest him, put him in prison for eight months, seven months, 
And even in that period when, where he is in prison, he is writing letters to some churches. So when there is a small period of visitation where they allow people to visit him, he will now give the letter to these people that go and give to the Ephesian church. Go and give this to the church in Colos. Go and give this to the church in Corinthian. Are you following? Look, such a man whose entire life now he could say, I am, a, I am a bond servant of Christ. Bond servant. Say, I am a fellow laborer with you. A co-sufferer with Christ. You know, in our days, when somebody suffers small, this generation this generation eh? A man of God said, if it is this generation bad that Jesus left the gospel to, and three months in grammar, we have two gospel naturally. I'm telling you. Because the generation that people's personal interest becomes the first, and the last one is the interest of the kingdom. See where the problem is? Right now, even in church, people fight over position. In church, in church, a place you are supposed to serve others. People are now fighting for position. I'm supposed to be the elder. Why did you give it to this person? And you can see deacons and elders doing juju on themselves. In church, What kind of Holy Ghost do you carry? Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. And grant us grace, even in the fulfillment of this assignment, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So we have laid wonderful foundations on, we have laid wonderful foundations um, on the inheritance of the saints. And this evening, um, I want to say some few things concerning the inheritance of the saints. I, I started this in church last Sunday, but it was just some few things I spoke about. But this evening, I'm believing God that will go a bit further. Hallelujah. And if possible, we can complete it to the glory of God. Amen.
So take note that we laid some wonderful foundations. Someone asked a wonderful question last week. And the question was that what is the difference between inheritance and reward? Inheritance and reward. Okay. We gave a simple answer, but then let me also ask a question. When you go to university, hmm, from let's say undergraduate, from level 100 to level 400, and you complete the university, the certificate that will be given to you, is it an award, a reward, or an inheritance? Homanasaya. Okay. 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 Then simply let me ask, what is the difference between an award and a reward? Don't worry, if you are not getting it, I know some of you are on Google right now. You, I'm waiting for you to finish searching. We have a Wikipedia and a mommy. What is the difference between an award and a reward? Somebody said one starts with an and the other starts with a. Okay. The man of God, Adam, for passing, you have to do something to earn a reward. Okay, somebody said, we work for an award. Reward is a gift. Somebody also said, you work, okay, you work for an award. Reward is given for free. Okay. Someone said, a reward is given for an exceptional or sterling performance. Okay, someone said, an award is given to recognize a job well done, whereas a reward is given to encourage specific behavior or action. Okay. Websites, no. But you're still in it here. Even my website wrote me say, the Soros Dictionary Power. You must be near Macmillan. You must be near Longman. Okay. A Duben said, an award is given to recognize and honor a person's achievement, while a reward is given to someone who completes a task successfully. Hmm. <laughs> it looks like still we have a lot of confusion because the websites are not, they have not come to the unity of the, of the faith. <laughs> so the websites are not in unity. 
So there are still denominations in the website. <laughs> they have not come to the unity of the spirit and of the knowledge of the word of God. No, we need to settle this before we move forward. Are you listening to me? And I want to do it from the point of a university. When you complete university, the certificate that is given to you, is it an award or a reward? And I'm in my assignment. Okay, okay. Okay, someone said, an award is a prize given to somebody for accomplishing something rare, whilst a reward is an acknowledgement given to somebody for his efforts. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. So you see, based on, you let me just try and say this. Based on all the definitions that we are getting, it looks like whether it is an award or a reward, something must be done. Is that not so? Good. So mostly, what I know is that it is an award given to you when you complete the university. It is an award. Are you following? Now, but then you got the award, not that you, you did not do anything and you were just awarded. No, you had to go through the school. And that is why even the, when it comes to the award that is given to you in the university, they are in different levels. So those of you who had first class, to the right, first class honors. So it is an honor that is given to you based on your achievement. That is what the award speaks of. Are you listening to me? Now, these two dimensions are actually on the, on the realm of something that must be done. And when someone does a particular work to a certain higher degree, a reward can be given. So whether it is an award or a reward, work must be done. Are you listening to me? But in the university, when we are all completing, even though we all will be awarded a certificate, but there will be different honors. We'll get a first class honors, we'll get the second class upper, we'll get the second class lower, then we'll go to the third class, we'll go to pass, then we'll go to the fair movie. Are you, are you following? We do school, no? 
They passed through the school. The school did not pass through them. Are you getting it? We all came to school. That's why we can be in one class. Huh? In one psychology class. But when we complete, we will be different. Exactly. The Jikodidi. Hallelujah. And I saw a certain woman selling Kilewele with some people's Certificate, photocopy of some people's certificates. Yes, Let me say, we could hear a joint. I don't know the May the Lord show mercy. Hallelujah. So you see, there are some people, when it's time for graduation, they won't even come. Because they know themselves. Man, know thyself. They know themselves. And they say, say, ho. Class in the class. First class, second class, upper. Second class, no, in a class. Third class. We not trap third class seeking. There's a one 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 class. Because if you want to pass in one, you could di at the Musa, the fair movie. You could jam There's no class in it. That, that means that if you are such a person, you cannot even tell a man who wants to marry that a class in any. You cannot even say such a thing to a man. Say, you are not my class. You don't even have class. Keep quiet and, and arrange things well. Amen. May the Lord help all of us. Please, I'm not being too personal on anybody. I'm preaching the word of God. I want you to know. You be a maker, as a software team, who has no odi gumeni masi mentiri. I'm trying to let you understand that when the Lord Jesus appears and we all go to meet Him, definitely we are going to receive our inheritance in the form of rewards and awards. Are you following? Now, as for the award, everybody will get some. And that is the certificate. Everybody will be awarded a particular certificate. But then the specificity of the kind of award you got will be your reward. So you see, that is why even when we all get the certificates, certain people will be called out. They will be separated from us. Some people will get money specifically for becoming um, valedictorians in maybe a particular faculty or college or school. Overall best, overall this, overall that. They got this, the award you got as the certificate, but then 
there is something higher they are receiving that you are not getting. What it means is that every believer will definitely be awarded. And that award that will come to you is called the kingdom. It is that which we all as Christians will inherit. But once we inherit the kingdom, there are specific dimensions and rules in the kingdom that based on how well you did your work and the kind of level that will be given to you. Are you listening to me? So we all will inherit the kingdom. But when, so I said this the other time, when you enter into the Ashanti kingdom, Otuufuo, is the king. He has a linguist, Ochiame Kufi, and the rest, we have Kunti Hene, Mrantie Hene, Nkoswo Hene, Jase Hene, and the other Henes. Are you following? And all these sub-chiefs have been ranked. They are all not the same. So mostly when you enter the palace, you realize that the way the chairs have been arranged, the more they get close to the throne of the king, the more or the higher their level is. It will rank or form one. Are you following? But if your rank is high, you are very close to the king. We are all in the same palace, the same kingdom, but we are all not very close to the king that is on the throne. Exactly, Anthony, God bless you, exactly. Are you listening to me? So we all will inherit the kingdom as an award. But there are specific rewards for specific people based on what they did with the presence of the Holy Spirit in their hearts. And this reward is that which will separate all of us into different cadres. And some of the things that are part of the rewards that will separate us into different cadres are known as crowns, crowns, crowns. Hallelujah. Good. So last week, I made us understand that there are two different forms of overcomers. I told you that basically, the Bible speaks of three main categories of believers. Three main. The first one is what we call the called. The second one the chosen and the third one let me check if you can recall the third one the first one is the called the second one is the chosen and what is the name of the third group the faithful great great the faithful now even amongst all these people there are still specific cadres based on the specific things that people did for the Lord for the sake of righteousness, for the sake of the kingdom. Are you following? Do you remember that in what people call the Beatitudes or Beatitudes, 
Jesus began to make mention of specific people and specific things that will be given to them. In the book of Matthew 5, he began to speak of the fact that he said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. He spoke about, especially in chapter 5, verse 8, he said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We are all Christians, but not all of us have the purest of heart. So the pureness of your heart will actually determine a specific reward that will be given to you. That means that many believers will meet the Lord Jesus Christ, but not all of them will have a particular dimension of experience with him. You see, there are people who are, who are Christians, they are dead and they are in heaven, they have not even seen Jesus. So that since the moment they died, they are in heaven. They don't even know where Jesus is. They are in heaven. Angels are attending to them and everything. They can sense the presence of the Lord, but they have not seen him. Because heaven is a vast region. And based on what we do on this earth with the Holy Ghost in us and with our bodies and the kind of place we appear. So when you go to heaven, there is a place called the Congregation of the Saints. As for that place, most of the called people or most of the believers who are known as the called, they are there plenty. That place, even if you believe in Jesus today and you die, you will go there. The holiday you go say, Are you following? People believe in Jesus on their deathbed. The moment you die, angels will come and pick you, you go to the place. You, you will be trained in that congregation of the saints. You will be trained, oh, oh yes. Because some people use their souls for evil things. They just believed in Jesus and they entered heaven. Heaven is not just the goal. There is something higher than heaven. And that is where God is training you to go. So many people who were Christians and are in heaven are still under training. Are you listening to me? Until the entrance at this one, the minimum salvation. Now, once you are saved, that is all. But now, you will go to heaven and cry. Are you listening to me? What are you using your body for? Are you making your body pure for the Holy Ghost to dwell therein as a good temple? Are you using your members as instruments of righteousness? Or you are still watching girls, big motors and things, and you now think, child, Lord, mercy, Lord, show me mercy. You don't know what is happening. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, according to the word of God, I think last week also I explained what we call an overcomer. Overcomer. The Bible speaks of overcomers. In the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, Chapter 21, verse 7. Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. The Bible spoke about 
a particular group of people known as overcomers. He said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. He that overcometh. He that overcometh. Who is he that overcomes? The Bible speaks of two main realms or groups of overcomers and what they overcome. Now, understand that when the Bible speaks of overcomer, it is in specific understandings. In the book, so we, we understood that in the book of John 16, verse 33, John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus spoke to the disciples and he said to them, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So we got to understand that Jesus overcame the world. And when Jesus overcame the world, he, we believed in him. And the very moment you believe in Jesus, he credits his overcoming power over the world into your account. So in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Once you believe in the Lord Jesus, you are born again by the Spirit. And once you are born again by the Spirit, this is what John says. That whenever something is born of God, there is something that happens to that particular thing. So 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 and 5. John said, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Now we got to know Jesus is the one that overcame the world, according to John 16, verse 33. And he said, Once you are born of God, you have also overcome the world. How are you going to be born of God? By believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is called by faith. So John said, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Then he said, who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe we all believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you? Good. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then according to the word of God, you have overcome the world. What does it mean for someone to overcome the world? Now we also got to understand in the book of 1 John chapter 2 verse 15 and 16. The Bible now explains to us what the world is all about. Now you will know that this is the world and this is how we overcome the world. The Bible spoke in 1 John chapter 2 verse 15 and 16. He said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's, now listen to verse 6. He said, For all that is in the world. The John episode changed and said, The the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. So when we are talking about the world, the world is ruled by systems. And these are the systems that rule the world, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. I think I spoke about this during the lunch prayer fire experience. Now, once you are able to overcome the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life, 
you have overcome the world. And we all know the devil brought these systems to Adam and Eve and they failed. When Satan told them that, oh, if they eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they will not die as God told them that they will. But just that their eyes will open and they will be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the Bible said immediately the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Once you see something and say, ah, I deal with the bad day, it means you are lasting after the food. Are you listening to me? And lasting after the food is a sign that you are salivating. I believe you, we all know sal- salivating. Good. So, that's, so all of a sudden, even if you are not hungry, all of a sudden, hunger will start developing. Are you listening to me? It is called the last of the flesh. So the woman lasted. When Satan brought the food, the last of the flesh caught up with the woman. She could not control it. Then the woman also said, after the woman said it is good, it will be good for food, she went further to say, I'm talking about the book of Genesis chapter 3. Verse 6, the Bible said, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to their eyes, in the tree now, God told them not to go close. No. The tree was now good for food to the woman. Again, the tree was also pleasant to the sight. That is the last of the eyes right there. And the woman saw that, ah, if I eat this, I will be wise. And once she's wise, you start walking with... So the Bible said, if any man will glory, let him not glory in his wisdom. Don't boast in your wisdom. So the woman wanted to be wise. So that she will... You see, that is what we call the pride of life. So when Satan brought the world to man, man fell. Man could not overcome the world. But in the book... What the Bible said, when Jesus, in the book of Matthew 4, when Jesus was led by the Spirit to the, to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, the devil brought, he told Jesus that, if you are the Son of God, turn this stone to bread. Now, the Bible said, at that time, Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was hungry. And that word hungry there is speaking of the desire of the flesh, the lust of the flesh. And the only way to overcome, to control the lust of the flesh is not to give the flesh what it is lasting after. So when you are hungry, your flesh is lasting after food. If you don't give food to your flesh, you are overcoming it. Are are you following? So Satan told Jesus that if you claim to be the son of God, turn this stone to bread. Jesus said no. For it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He conquered the last of the flesh right there, because even though he was hungry, he did not eat. 
Are you following? And that is why we are going to fast for 40 days. <laughs> and by the power of the Holy Ghost, we are going to control and overcome the lust of the flesh. Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Please, can you all hear me? Great, great, great. So, first, Jesus conquered the lust of the flesh by not falling to food, even when his flesh lasted after food. And the second, the Bible said, Satan took Jesus to the topmost part of the temple and he showed Jesus all the glories. The Bible said, verse 5 of Matthew chapter 4, Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, Cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall keep his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. See the devil quoting scripture, quoting verbatim. And we all understood this when we we're talking about the Israel of God. That at that moment, when the Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years, that was the same period in typology that Jesus was also in the wilderness for 40 days. And that moment was actually a display and the fulfillment of the book of Deuteronomy. Are you following? If you, do, you have not studied the Israel of God, you will not get this. Good. Now you see, Jesus knows that even if he cast himself down, he can actually develop supernatural wings. Angels will come and he, he knew it, but he did not do it. 
For he said, Jesus said unto him, It is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And immediately, Jesus conquered what we call the pride of life. Because there are many of us, when we know we have something, we want to prove to the world that we have it. So you pride yourself in what you think you have. Are you following? And the Bible says that it could not control Jesus. So Jesus conquered that side. And then the other, the last point in verse 8, the Bible said, Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And said unto him, All these things I will give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. He showed Jesus the kingdoms of the world and their glories. And the other word for glory is the riches. He showed Jesus riches, glorious things. The last of the eyes. But then Jesus did not allow it to control him. He conquered him on that side. And the moment he conquered Satan on all these three systems of the world the Bible said then Jesus said to him get thee hence Satan for it is written thou shalt not worship thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou save but then the devil leaves him and behold angels came and ministered unto him so this is where Jesus overcame the world because all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And Jesus conquered. Are you listening to me? When they brought it to Adam and Eve, they could not conquer. But Jesus conquered. And once we believe in him, he credits that conquering into our account. That is why he said, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. But in our walk with God, the world is not the only thing we, we should overcome. So last week we understood that there are two main other things we should overcome. The first one is called man and the second one is called God. So we understood that from the book of Genesis chapter 32 when the Bible spoke about Jacob wrestling with a man and when the man realized that he could not control and he could not overpower and prevail against Jacob he touched the hollow of his thigh, the thigh bone, and it dislocated. And the Bible said, still, Jacob did not leave him alone. And the angel said, let me go, for the day is about to break. Then Jacob said, I will not let you go unless thou bless me. Then he said, who art thou? Then Jacob said, my name is Jacob. Then he said, from today, your name will not be Jacob, but your name will be called Israel. This is because as a prince or a man, you have wrestled with God and man and has prevailed. And that word prevail there is overcome. So Jacob became Israel because he overcame man and God. What does it mean to overcome man? And what does it mean to overcome God? Now this afternoon I was talking to you about what we call self. 
self and we spoke about self-control once a man comes to a point in his work with God where he is not brought down by himself but is able to control himself by the leading of the spirit such that whatever his desires are is not what he follows then that man has overcome self or he has overcome the dimension called man so every human being must overcome him or herself are you following and the last part of an overcoming um, experience is to overcome god what does it mean to overcome god there is a standard of life god has set ahead of everybody once you are able to attain that standard of godly life you have overcome god so overcoming on the side of man is when you come to the place where yourself does not control you but you control yourself by the help of the spirit and the overcoming of god actually comes in when a man attains that level of the standard of life god has set ahead of every human being are you listening to me so now there are three dimensions we need to overcome the first one is the world which we have already overcome by just believing in the lord jesus and being born again the next thing we need to overcome is called man or ourselves and the other one is called god are you following so there are two forms of overcomers the first one are the overcomers by faith and those people the only thing they overcome is the world and even that one it was just credited into the account by the lord jesus when they believed in him but when it comes to overcoming self and overcoming god it is a work are you listening to me this should let you know that when we all appear before the lord jesus christ the day he descends we all have already overcome the world by our faith in him so we are going to receive an award for that but those who overcame self and god will receive specific rewards are you catching it now do you know that somebody can believe in jesus christ and still the person will be finding it very difficult to control his, his or her sexual edge so along the line fornication will come in a whole lot of things troubles here and there and let's say jesus has appeared this person because he could not control self he did not overcome self he will lose a reward but the person will definitely inherit the kingdom because he has already overcome the world by his faith in Christ. Are you, are you catching something here? So the more you continue to sin in this, your physical body, the more you lose your rewards that will be given to you. And that's what the Bible spoke about in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 11. Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. Lay hold fast to that which you have, lest any man take your crown. So there are crowns that will be given, but these crowns, we can lose them whilst we are even here on earth. Are you listening to me? And today I want to lay some foundations on the types of these crowns 
and the specific people that are going to receive these crowns. Now, take note that first, a crown in biblical understanding is a sign of authority. A sign of authority. The kind of crown on your head determines the kind of authority you possess. The second thing, a crown is also a symbol of identity or a sign of identity. The kind of crown you possess determines your identity. So when you, let's say you enter into the palace, um, Menshia Palace right now, and you see all the chiefs in crowns, their crowns will never be the same. And the crown that is on them will determine the authority they carry. That is based on how close they are to the king in their sitting arrangement and also the kind of chief that he or she is. Are you listening to me? And the third um, purpose for crowns is that a crown is also a symbol of a price. A particular price, a DB the value of a thing. What it means is that the crowns are in different values and prices. Hallelujah. So when you read the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 14, Paul made a certain statement, Philippians chapter 3 verse 14, Paul said, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There is something we call the high calling. We all have been called, but some callings are high. <laughs> Let me explain. When Paul actually speaks of the high calling, he's actually talking about the work of the ministry. The specific assignments of those who serve the saints. I'm talking about the fivefold ministry. It is called the high calling. It is the most difficult calling ever. There are people who have been called to the mountain of economy and finance. They are Christians, they are apostles not in the fivefold ministry, but in the economic level. When you get some of these people, they know how to arrange the affairs of finance in the way of Christ. There are people who have been called to the mountain of family. Their main goal is to make sure that the system of godly marriage and family will not be destroyed by the devil. So even when they are preaching, their message is much centered on how a godly family can be raised. That is their total assignment. There are people who have been called to the mountain of media. Are you following? Of media, whether television, whether this, it is a very heavy mountain. There are people who have been called to the mountain of education. Who be earning a calling and the kind of assignment they've been they've been called to do. But there is 
one of the mountains called the mountain of religion and that mountain is actually Hallelujah. Please, can you all hear me? Beautiful. Beautiful. Great. Now, okay, somebody is asking, my dear sister is asking a beautiful question. He said, so please say, your call and your assignment determines your crown. It can, but it is not necessarily the basis to determine the kind of crown. Just that scripturally, there is only one particular calling that has a specific crown. It is called the high calling. And we know the kind of crown that is given to those people that are having that. But when Paul was talking about this crown, he made mention of a prize. Are you listening to me? A prize. And the prize is actually like Saka. Are you are you getting it? It's like speech and prize giving day. I know some of you must senior high school man be that because we invited a crowd woman.
Can you all hear me, please? Good. Good. So let's take note. We will come back to that side. Okay, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. All right. Someone said, please, if you lose a crown, can you gain it so long as you are not dead and you are still on this earth? It doesn't matter what you do to lose a crown, you can still work by the help of the Holy Ghost to regain it. And you see, mostly, as we are here on this earth right now, the kind of work we have done in our bodies by the Spirit has already created a crown for us when we meet the Lord. But there is going to be a manifestation of the crown that has already been formed in our lives. Especially when I say that one of the signs of a crown is authority. Sometimes the kind of authority that some people are, some men of God and some other people are manifesting is a clear sign of the kind of crown that has already been arranged for them. Are you following? There are certain people, they are known in the spirit realm because of the kind of crowns they are carrying. There is an exhibition or a manifestation of the crown that you have in your soul that when you appear in the spirit realm, demons know the, your identity. There are certain people, when they come, they don't need to shout. Like Pastor Chris, for instance, he is known. The kind of crown he's carrying is very different. We just look at the demon, you just do his finger this, you will disappear immediately. But as some people, you will appear, you will appear, and we yes, appear, God, fantia, God, fantia, appear, God. Three hours. The demon, with me, you know, the singlet, chim, musa, and the shit, the demon, that's all. When you go to Kumas, we have some of the deliverance ministers. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. And the crown is small. The crown is small. The authority is too small. We need to grow. Hallelujah. All right. Now, the first crown I want us to talk about is called the crown of life. The crown of life. In the book of James chapter 1, verse 12. James chapter 1, verse 12. James chapter 1, verse 12. The Bible said, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Hmm. So you see, now we are going to know the particular group of believers that can receive that are eligible to receiving the crown of life. The first group is the people that endure temptation. 
even to the end. And when the Bible speaks about that temptation here, it is not the temptation that Ajwata is trying to lure you into bed by seducing you, say, I'm being tempted. That's not the kind of temptation we are talking about. That temptation, we don't endure, we flee. That's, that's not what we are talking about at all. This temptation the Bible is talking about is tribulation, persecution. Are you listening to me? Every evening, the next evening, and they keep going through this for years. So some, some of our, 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 let me see, our fathers, some of them, their skin were not skinning. Like the way some of our dear sisters, they can buy you know, Duffy products and use it on your, your skin toning. See if it be skin doctor. Carotonia, what what it is really more. You who a chima was skin on for home beam. And the reason why some of these people were going through all this torture was because they were preaching the gospel. And he told them that denounce Christ. Else you face some serious tribulations, and they said they will never denounce Christ. There were people they burnt their wives and children before them. The wife went, the wife was crying, and he please just say, You just denounce Christ so that we can be okay. The man chose Christ above his family. His wife was killed, the children were killed. Still, he did not forsake the Lord, and he was also killed. These are the people we call those who have endured temptation, persecution. Hallelujah. So even the disciples, according to the word of God, The disciples had to go through torments that they had the ability, they had the anointing to escape it. Yes, but they decided that they would not escape, they would go through it. So in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35, listen to what the Bible said. When some of them were being tortured, a way of deliverance was created for them. They did not accept it because they said they wanted to have a better resurrection. The Bible said, women received their dead raised to life again and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. You see, deliverance came, they did not accept it. That they may obtain a better... Can you see something here? We all will resurrect those that are dead, but some people's resurrection be better than others <laughs> and when the bible speaks of better resurrection it is actually speaking of the kind of rewards that these people will receive it will be better than others they chose to die as matthias that there was one of them they skinned him alive they removed his skin from his his body when he was not dead hey All because of Jesus. All because he was preaching Jesus. 
in our generation, when a believer is facing small financial challenge, come and see, want to leave Christ because of that one. Yo. Hallelujah. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Amen. You You love your wife. You love your children. Look at how you suffered to take care of all these children up to this point. He said, just say Jesus is not Lord. Just say that keke. And he will, he will leave you. He will go. This person said, I will never see such, such a nonsense thing. I, you remember when Potiphar's wife gave Joseph that stupid scholarship? Joseph said, how can I do such an evil thing against my God? The guy did not even think of himself. Because the Bible has already told us that when you fornicate, you sin against your own body. He looked beyond his body and he was looking at God. He said, how can I sin such a sin against my God? It will never happen. The Lord help us. So the first group of people that are eligible to receiving the crown of life are the people who endure persecution, who face troubles even to the point of death. Then he said, the Lord is giving this crown of life to these people and also those that love him. Who are those that love the Lord? Who are those that love the Lord? In the book of John 14, verse 15. John 14, verse 15. Jesus said, If ye love me, then keep my commandments. One of the things about loving the Lord is keeping the commandments of God. And keeping the commandments of God. You see, if you want to display to the world that you love God, there is only one thing to do. It is also called loving the brethren. Are you following? 
First John 5, verse 2 and 3. First John 5, verse 2 and 3. The Bible said, By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. So you see, loving God and keeping his commandments means loving the children of God. Then he said, For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Second John chapter 1 verse 6 verse 6 he said and this is love that we walk after his commandment this is the commandment that as ye have heard from the beginning you should walk in it now this is what God said about his commandment in Psalm 119 verse 127 he said therefore I love thy commandments above good so you see, David is saying that I, I love God's commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. When a man is eager to follow, see, and the commandment is simple, love. The commandment is simple, love. Are you following? You know, there are people who declare that they love Jesus, meanwhile they hate their brothers, especially even in church. Is false. That's not true love. If you love Jesus, who is the head? It's like you are, you are meeting a certain lady you want to. You say, ah, dear lady, I love your head, but from your neck to your, your feet, dear, I don't like it. That's what we say. When you don't love people in church, you are saying, and you are still saying you love Jesus, that's what we are trying to say. You love the head, but you don't love the body. Are you following? And do you know that in the book of 1 Corinthians 11, when Paul was talking to the Corinthian church, telling them that they are always eating the communion and still they are falling sick and they are dying, and their problem is they are not discerning the lost body. He was actually referring to the body of Christ, the church. First, after knowing that this is the body of the Lord, descend the body that is present before you, that is the church. Understand the church. Love the brethren. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. So the, the first, I said, the crown of right of life is given to which people?
All right, can you all hear me, please? Beautiful. So we said that those who good, the crown of life, is for those who endure temptations, tribulations, persecutions to the end. And those who love the Lord, that is by loving the brethren and manifesting the love of God to the world. Hallelujah. The Bible also said in the book of Revelation chapter 2 verse 10, Revelation chapter 2 verse 10, there is one of the seven churches known as the church of Smyrna. And this church of Smyrna was one of the churches that was going through serious persecutions, very heavy ones. And Jesus, when he was telling John to write the letter to the angel of that church, he says something about those in the church that will overcome. He said, fear none of those things which shall thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Can you see that Jesus is promising those who will go through persecution and everything, after they have been tried, he will give them the same crown of life. So it is this same thing it is this same thing, actually, that James was also talking about. It means they have seen something in the spirit. James saw this even before John the Revelator saw Jesus saying the same thing. So they knew these things were some of the rewards that those who go through tribulations and persecutions will receive in the heavens. Are you following? That is the crown of life. So if you can die for the sake of the gospel, if you can face tribulations, persecutions, and still endure to the end, if you can express the love of God, love your brethren to the end, child of God, then the crown of life is your portion. And can I say this? the revelations that I've, I've had in the matters of the crowns in heaven I did not see any crown that had such a glorious manifestation like the crown of life that is per what I saw in visions and in revelations the crown of life looks so glorious and brighter in its manifestation and high in its rank than all the other crowns. No wonder these people, when even when they had a moment of deliverance, they said they will not accept it. They want to die as martyrs. They will continue to proclaim the word of God so that they will have a better resurrection. They knew what they had seen. I'm telling you, they knew it. Hallelujah. This is a man by name Stephen, brother Stephen, very anointed of God. The man can disappear and appear. But when the guy was being stoned, he stood there. He never, he never disappeared. They stoned him. And whilst they were stoning him, 
The Bible said his eyes opened, he began to see, and he started speaking. He said, ah, I see the heavens opened, and I see the Son of God standing on the right hand of the Father. We all know that Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father. He was the only one that saw Jesus standing. It meant something different in what we have been taught. May the Lord help us. Can I say this? When people die and face tribulation to the end, Jesus will stand for them. And you see, one thing the Lord opened my eyes to see, I saw a particular man which I will never mention his name, a man of God. When he was receiving his crown, and it was a crown of life, there were some of the people who were receiving their crowns, only certain percentage of angels were standing and clapping. But when that man came, all angels stood, and Jesus, instead of the people, instead of the man walking to Jesus, Jesus walked to the man. <laughs> And he put the crown on the head of the man. All the angels in heaven were standing. And they were all singing. You don't understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Something that is yet to happen. Oh, the Lord has opened the eyes of some people to actually see some of these things. When we are receiving our crowns, it would say that's how you sure. Let's say you know that a crown now Because you see that many of us. My man can say that I Hallelujah. You see, you are not ready for the crown of life. I've not tasted of the forbidden fruit and you want to come. Look at this person. Look at this person. Better than a crown of life. Huh? And the beautiful thing is, all these things that Jesus will look upon to give these specific crowns, even Jesus himself, he went through all of them. Now we all know Jesus, he endured temptation even to death. And among all the crowns, even though he's the one that is giving all these crowns, but that they are in ranks, they are in levels. So the first one is the crown of life. May the Lord help us. And may he empower us to stand strong. No matter what comes against us, may the Lord find us faithful. In the name of the Lord Jesus.
better forget that man. Hmm? This when we get a time for apologetics, we will know how to handle him. Hallelujah. People of God. And maybe one of these is I'll get time and we'll go deep. I'll talk about the crown of life into, into depth. And I will let you know what people have done for the sake of the gospel. And some of you will cry. You will cry. I'm telling you. Some people decided to translate the Bible to languages that their own country people can read. It ended up in the eradication of their entire family. I'm telling you. She was swimming in You know, there are some of us, and don't crack, and your best, and so any and some of us are Rather than adding, hm? Tibam bompire mabuni and to it to me, mommy, ho bain. Yea, rather than same cranny and tom tom. May the Lord help us. Amen. For the sake of our time, for the sake of our time, um, we'll end here today. Amen. We'll end here today and um, continue the next time. Hallelujah. Amen. People of God, are you listening to me? Yes. This world is not about us. In a day, you see in a cars I ever talk near the day. Yeah? Make sure that everything you are doing is for the spreading of the gospel. People, you see, people lay down their lives for the gospel to move to other nations. What at all is your money that you are giving to sponsor the kingdom? And then you so some of us, our monies are much more important to us than our lives. You, you cannot give your life like the way some other people give. Give your substance to her. It has become another issue. And Satan is finding ways and means to let people believe that when you are giving money to sponsor the kingdom, you are giving it to pastor to chop. You see, if the devil would destroy anything you are doing on this earth, don't allow him to destroy anything that will give you a reward in heaven. Don't allow that. Are you listening to me? And one of it is doing something for the kingdom of God. Don't allow the devil to deceive you that. Because if the devil succeeds in deceiving you not to do something or build treasures in heaven, you have wasted your time on earth. And that is where proper tears will come from. When people have been given rewards for what they did for the Lord and you are not getting anything, you will cry, Papa. 
you feel the, the pain and cancer there. That is when that thing they say, heaven, the only thing you have to in there called heaven. You go to heaven and cry. Go and read the scriptures in the book of Revelation. Some people were in heaven, but they were crying. And Jesus was wiping their tears. They wasted their lives on earth. They just believed in Jesus and did whatever they want to do. Anthony said, Papa, I would also want to know about the inheritance of the unbelievers. As for them, they don't have any inheritance. So what is left for them is the punishment <laughs> that they are going to face. Mm, the punishment they are going to face. May the Lord help us. Alright, for the next five minutes, if the other some few, if there is any question you can ask. Okay, someone say, Papa, please, those do the Muslims have the Holy Spirit, please? <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't cry. Do you know that the Muslims believe that Muhammad is the Holy Spirit? I hope you know. That's what they believe. It's a stupid things in I'm not judging them. I'm just laughing at what they think they have believed. <laughs> okay, someone said, Papa, please, what about those who don't know how to receive, never even heard of Christ? Is there judgment for them? So long as the world has not yet ended, the Bible says that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all nations of the world. Then the end shall come. So long as the end has not yet come, the first thing we believe as believers is that the gospel will be preached to all the nations of the world. And even if there are people who still don't hear it after it has been preached, there is a specific judgment system that God has for them. Are you following? Yeah. God has, and according to the word of God, that their judgment system will be based on their consciences. Because inside everybody's heart, there's a certain knowledge of right and wrong. And if you continue to use your will to do wrong things, and you never heard of Christ, there is what, there's a kind of judgment you will experience. Are you following? They are all classified as unbelievers because they never believed in Christ. But their judgment, even though they are unbelievers, will be different. They will not go to heaven. Because to be in heaven simply means you have believed in Christ. Are you, are you getting it? Just that when we, you see, just as we go to heaven and people receive different rewards, in hell, people also experience different levels of tortures based on how they ended up in hell. Some were atheists. They have where they go. 
Are you getting it? Somewhere witches, they have where they go. Somewhere occultic people, they have. Some never heard of Christ. They also have where they go. So their judgment or their punishment will differ. Are you getting it? That is one of the reasons why you should continue to preach the gospel everywhere. Because it is the spreading of the gospel that will cause many people to also hear. Are you following? All right. Okay, very said that, please. How can one know the level or kind of crown one has currently? That one is only given to you by the Holy Spirit. It is based on the kind of intimate relationship you build with him. With him, Many people don't know because they have not built the relationship to a certain depth. See, if you if you build that relationship, eh, there's a there's a depth the Holy Ghost can bring you to. You will be shocked. You will be you he will, he will tell you everything you need to know, everything. I'm telling you, it is one of the most special things we have ever received. Felt the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Kai, you can spend quality time with Him, and you know you you know Him. You know Him. The Holy Ghost can enter your room like the way your mother will enter and mention your name. You can be talking to him literally like that, the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's so beautiful. One man of God said one time he wanted to go to a place to minister. He picked the suit. The Holy Ghost spoke to him. Don't wear this one. Put on this. And he thought it was a strange thing. And he thought it was something that was just, the first, because that was the first time he heard something like that. And he said, this thing happened in the year 2006. And it has been happening till date. He doesn't even wear anything on his own. What he hears the Holy Spirit say is that that's how the friendship, the fellowship can be built to. That he's interested in every little thing you do. And he wants to take... It's like a friend, like a, oh, that's what fellowship is about. Oh. The way you are so close to your wife, eh, that we be out to your wife again, that's the same thing the Holy Ghost wants to do to us. But we don't give him the chance because we are too busy. You see where the problem is? And mostly, when we don't give him the chance, we want to know the things that he would have shown us within two minutes. So how can I do this? Then we want to hear, okay, now this is how to do it. There are many things we cannot teach. It is only the Holy Spirit that teaches in specific experiences with people. Are you following? Good. So... Well, that is it. Yeah. As once you build that fellowship with the Holy Spirit, He will be the one that will let you know this. All right. Somebody said, Papa, please, why is it that most of the unbelievers, especially the atheist corn apostle Paul, as what? A liar. Don't worry. This one, it is apologetics. Huh? If we go into it, the more it will shift our message. We need to apologetics there. We pick things one by one, one by one. It is the defense of the Christian faith. So, you know, there are different forms of atheists. 
Some people just don't believe in God. That is all. Do you know that even in Christendom, there's another group in Christianity. They believe in, in God, but they have different forms of doctrines. There's a certain name for them. Maybe the next time we start talking about apologetics, we'll go into all that for us to understand. All right. Okay. It is from Skinny. He said, Papa, please, after believing in Jesus and accepting him as your savior, yet you still live in sin, does it mean you will enter the kingdom of God? But a lesser crown, I'm a bit confused. Exactly, that is it. That is it. But you see, sin also has a way of leading men to a point of denouncing Christ. That is one of the things that makes sin dangerous. Are you getting it? Because you can be soaked so much in sin that if you are not careful, sin will drive you to a place where you will not believe in Christ anymore. Especially when you are soaked in sin and sin is giving you everything you are looking for. You see, there are people who were once anointed prophets, but they could not control their sexual edge. They kept on sleeping with young girls in church. And because of that, the anointing started draining. And they couldn't manifest the power of God and prophesy like the way they used to. Meanwhile, they had a need with the level of anointing they had. Right now that the anointing has gone down, and still people know that many people will still come because they think the anointing is there, that they will use the anointing to help them. Now this man knows within himself that the anointing is gone. I cannot manifest like the way I used to because of sexual perversion. Now, in the right way, if this man wants to gain the anointing that he lost, he must build, it is, it is, some, it is like trying to going for restoration. It, it does not come immediately. Are you listening to me? It will take time. It will really take time. Are you listening to me? And mostly, that time that it will take, by that moment, the name you had would have gone down again. So mostly, because they want to maintain the name, they try to pass many places. And there is no ungodly altar you go to to receive power to control people and call it ministry that they will not let you denounce Christ first. Once you go there and say you want to receive power to do church, they will let you denounce Christ immediately. Because some of these spirits are indwelling spirits. And once Holy Ghost is in your, in your heart, he does not permit any other spirit to live in your heart. And that is why a Christian cannot be possessed. But Christians can be influenced by demons, by ungodly spirits. But for those spirits to come and dwell in you, the Holy Ghost must live. And the only way the Holy Ghost must leave your heart is when you denounce Christ. Are you following? Now, once you denounce Christ, you are no longer a Christian. Then these spirits will fill you. You will start prophesying according to the leading of those spirits. And the name will still be there. People will be clapping for you. Meanwhile, you have left the Christ. So look at how sin ended this man in hell. Are you getting the point? So sin has a way of letting a man lose his salvation. 
But the most easiest thing that sin does that it first it will control you. You will not fulfill destiny. You will be powerless. You will be dry. The the things you are supposed to receive easily in life that will help you to accomplish destiny. You you spend years struggling to get them, and even when you get them, maintaining them will be difficult. Sin can cause you to lose them again. A whole lot of issues. And aside. All these things, you will still lose your crown in heaven. Are you listening to me? That is one of the reasons why we should not allow sin to control us. And the only way that we wouldn't, because you see, what sin does, sin of the control. You see, the way many of us, we can do something wrong, and we say, and then he may and then he may Sin doesn't want to hear that. Because according to sin, when sin comes after you, sin will seize your willpower. So that you can't say, I will stop. No, sin will now control you. And it will now tell you when to sin and when not to. Are you getting my point? That is why sometimes we say we won't stop, but we never stop. Because the thing is controlling us. It's having dominion over our flesh. Are you following? Good. So that is it. All right. Now this is from Prince. Prince, Daddy, please. If what we are experiencing is the first installment, can you tell what even the second or third measure would be like? It, it is just an amazing experience, and I'll teach on that. I have a message on it. We are going to talk about the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We'll talk about the standard the measurement standard of Christ. And we'll pick them one by one, one by one. There are different measures. Are you following? So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. All right. Okay, this is from Benis. Benis said, Daddy, please, concerning disembodied spirits that come to earth either as children for women who couldn't have children and consulted the kingdom of darkness or fully grown people can these people ever become believers never is there any hope for them no can they be saved into the kingdom of light no please is it possible no (laughs) are you are you getting it i've answered your question already the first key you need to understand is that these ones are not human souls they don't they don't have human souls. Are you listening to me? And I've already explained to you some of these things. How it is difficult for God to forgive the sins of demons and Satan. I've explained. And I told you using what the, the elementals. I told you that. God, there are four dimensions of elements. Mm? We have the fire, we have the water, we have the earth, and we have the air. Are you following? And I spoke to you that, good, I told you that this physical body was made from the earth. So the element of this physical body actually is earth. And the element of your spirit is air. But then the element of your soul is actually the combination of 
fire and water. And when fire and water comes together, that is what forms the soul. Are you following? And the physical manifestation of the mixture of fire and water is blood. Are you following? That is the dimension of your soul. Now, I also told you that when the Bible speaks of when the Bible speaks of God, we all know that God is a just God. We spoke about the Father, we spoke about the Word or the Son, and we spoke about the Spirit. And we said that the Father is the masculine manifestation of the Godhead. The Spirit is the feminine manifestation of the Godhead. But the Son is a combination of both the masculine and the feminine. Because it is the Father and the Spirit that comes together for the Word to be born. Are you following? Now we have also understood that. We also understood that the Father is a judge. So the Father is in the dimension of judgment. Then the Spirit being the feminine dimension because of the womb of feminine the spirit, and I told you that the word womb in the Hebrew is rakam, which also means mercy, compassion. So any woman that has a womb, the womb of every woman is like the mercy seat. Are you following? The mercy seat that is that is on the Ark of the Covenant. Good. So the father is in the judgment seat. Then the spirit, the being the feminine dimension, is in the mercy seat. Then the son is a combination of the judgment and the mercy. Now we all know that the father gave all judgment to the son. When we started talking about the inheritance of the saints. Are you following? Beautiful. Now we got to know how God made these spirits, the angels in heaven. The word of the Lord spoke about the fact that God brought them out of the wind. God, he created them out of wind and fire. Now we all know that fire actually speaks of judgment. The spirit of judgment and the spirit of fire. He speaks of judgment. Are you following We also understood that in the elementals, two are in masculine and two are in feminine. We got to know that the water is feminine and also we got to know that the earth is also feminine. We got to know that fire is masculine and air is masculine. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Good. And so long as water is feminine and earth, as, as for earth, Christ, you should know, as I say, yeah, the Bible said, and the earth opened her mouth in the book of Revelations 12, I think verse 16. We, we all know that. So the earth is feminine in nature. Water is also feminine in nature. 
no wonder the controlling being of the waters known as leviathan is a, is a feminine being even in the seas they talk about mame water which is a spiritual reality water is feminine in nature earth is feminine in nature and once they are feminine in nature they carry womb and so long as they carry womb there is mercy and so long as there is mercy there is forgiveness are you following but fire is masculine air is also masculine and the masculine actually speaks of judgment there is no mercy in it so when god was creating the angels he used fire and wind to create them so once they disobey against god there is no mercy because they were not made in the lineage and in the line of mercy or in the feminine dimension they were all made according to the elements that stands for judgment so the only thing that is left for them is to be judged that is why it is difficult for god to forgive them it is it is impossible based on the elements they were that was used to make them they cannot be forgiven that is the reason when a human being sins against god it is different from when an angel sins against god are you listening to me when god calls an angel you see that is why god can trust human beings more than angels even though he knows we are weak there is something about us angels don't have there is something that will always draw the mercy of god close to us because we were made by the spirit are you following Because our making is as a result, actually, of the, the, the earth and the waters. Are you following? So we need to understand some of these basic things. Hallelujah. We have a lot of things to, to talk about. So let's, let's get ready and prepare. Amen. May the Lord help us and bless us, even by his grace, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Tuesday, we will not meet, but I'm trying my best to meet sons and daughters in the evening. Um, that is after our prayer um, force meeting in church. So sons and daughters, we are going to meet at exactly 8.45 p.m. So please, if you're a son, if you're a daughter, get ready. I have some um, things to talk to all of us about. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, my dear sister, Mamie Jewa, Justin, yes, right after here, I will upload the message. God bless you. The pastor, Newton, Ike, Radinshraw, may the Lord empower you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Vero, the Lord bless you. God bless you. All right. Somebody said, am I a daughter, please? Oh, so if my don't worry, let's talk. Why? The Lord bless you and, and keep you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Apostle Captain Kobe Chris. May the Lord empower you. Your right hand is empowered by God. 
to accomplish greater things for him. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. God bless you and favor you all. In Jesus' precious mighty name, amen. Eric, bless him. Amen. 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 But she has of mommy, so mommy. Family life on so cursing it will feel her. God bless you. Oh, the teaching prophet, E. B. Sapon. God bless you, man of God. God bless you, sir. I'm looking forward to meeting you very soon. May the Lord open the realms of the heavens unto you and cause you to walk in abundance of wealth for the sake of the kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Oh, Eric said, I'm enjoying marriage. Nice one, nice one. If you are here, you are believing God for a glorious marriage. Receive the anointing right here in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. How can a single man be saying, I'm also enjoying marriage? Which marriage is that? Don't tell me it's spiritual marriage. We will deliver you immediately. Amen. We need marriage. Communities. What could she be? Be a back or she fee? Mean and I want more. Come on, worry. Now be an ebusu. I phone you. Name who? Yeah, you are warned. Hallelujah. All right, God bless you and favor you all in Jesus' name. So on Wednesday, we are also going to meet in church um, for another session of the teaching on tithing. And we are laying some wonderful foundations and it's so beautiful. So please make sure you join us. Hallelujah. God bless you and favor you all in the name of some of you. Sikano Kran Sumukran Abesunyame. Hey, mo, ninim dia muhe wuyase. This is a debia wire hot. Ah? Hell cry, eh, eh, you know, mom. Why is she, 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 debia? Hey, you know, but true. Huh? All right, we'll meet on Wednesday dawn for priesthood time. The Lord bless you and favor you all in Jesus' precious mighty name. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye bye. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 0240. 312-551-0240-312-551. God bless you. After a few minutes, I'm going to upload the message on the podcast. You can save it and share it to your friends. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power name of Jesus, come on, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, yeah, to break every chain, break every chain, 
break every chain. Let's say it together. There is power. There is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Declare it, say, to break every chain, break every chain. Break every now somebody lift your hands in the air right here. See there's an army. We won't keep silent, say there's an army.
Yeah, I'm so